This CIO Talk Radio Viewpoint is brought to you by HP. Welcome to CIO Talk Radio Viewpoints. And here is your host, Sunjog All. Welcome, listeners. This is Sanjog All, your host, and the topic for today's conversation is cloud suitability and transformation. And I have with me George Serdu. George is the Executive Vice President and Chief Technology Officer for Comerica Bank. Hello, George. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you. It's good to be here. So the topic today focuses on an essential part of planning your application and infrastructure environment, and that's cloud suitability. It's something that requires a lot of forward thinking and brings up a lot of different standards and questions that need to be answered. So uh, hopefully we can clear those up today. So the first question I have for you is cloud suitability may be a good exercise for some organizations, but not all, as it could be a function of cloud that is positioned to become the platform for almost all infrastructure and application elements in future. How do you determine that threshold at which cloud suitability should become become a necessity? Well, let me let me first step back for a moment and talk about cloud computing, if I could. Um, you know, if, if we had this conversation probably two years ago, I would have said, um, you know, there's nothing magical about cloud computing other than it, it tends to be an ASP on financial steroids. Uh, but really, over the last two years, we've gotten much more serious at looking at it because uh, the automation, uh, the auto provisioning, the virtualization capabilities have finally come to life. So uh, we're energized by it, but uh, still pretty cautious. So to answer your question directly, uh, we are looking initially at areas uh, that really, um, I would call it our non-core kinds of capabilities, things that we don't have to worry about re relative to privacy uh, confidentiality of, of uh, customer data, those kinds of things. So should we be approaching cloud suitability with a broad, holistic view across all infrastructure and application elements, or is this a project better tackled in bite-sized chunks? Well, from our perspective, uh, we're looking at it in pieces. Uh, we have a pretty robust uh, set of applications that we deliver uh, internally to our colleagues and externally to our customers. Um, and uh, as a result of that, there are some things that we feel may be suitable for the cloud and other things uh, that, quite frankly, aren't. So could approaching it holistically make certain elements unmanageable and add risk that will haunt us later? Do you think that's what's going to happen and that's why you have to do it in bite-sized chunks? Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure it'll come back to haunt us. Um, but l let me uh, let me respond this way. I, I think, you know, for us, it's all about the confidentiality and the, the security and the safety of our customer data and our company data. Uh, probably almost two years ago now, we took a look at uh, some non-differentiating areas such as email, and quite frankly, said, you know, this ought to be something that we can host externally, uh, that we can put out in the cloud. Um, and protect it sufficiently um, and actually save some money. Uh, so as we got deeper into it, uh, what we realized was as we started adding things that really we require, things like encryption, uh, archiving of emails, uh, the price tag went up materially. And uh, as a result, it, it, it really wasn't a good financial deal for us. I think, again, over time, the financials are going to improve. Uh, 
but again, we've got to be very, very careful in terms of what, uh, at least from our point of view, what we're, we're putting out in the cloud. Um, so um, if we aren't careful, I guess it will come back at us and haunt us. Uh, but again, we're being very careful. And as a result, quite frankly, we're building out our own internal cloud. Uh, we really like the automation side of it. We like the auto provisioning piece of it. Um, and the technologies that are being built uh, in external cloud solutions are also available for companies of our size uh, to build our own cloud. So uh, we are in the process of building out our Khmer Cloud, uh, that's what we call it, uh, with a view that says at some point in time we want it to be federated uh, to external cloud solutions as well so that we, in essence, have a hybrid solution for our company. Uh, so our view, again, isn't everything is inside or everything is outside. We really think that at the end of the day, uh, this technology is going to allow us to provide hi uh, hybrid solutions uh, that best service the bank. Do you think the suitability standards that we may end up using, like you've chosen one type of cloud model and other organizations may use differently, mm -hmm. would, you, would you like to see those standards be different for different type of cloud models? Well, I think, um, quite frankly, you want them to be the same. I, I think uh, OpenStack um, and, and, uh, is, is finally coming to life. Um, I think in a perfect world, we really want, and you really want to architecture uh, your solution around an OpenStack uh, set of um, prerequisites. Uh, by doing so, again, you can uh, more easily um, uh, connect your internal solutions with external solutions and bring those solutions back in-house if you decide later that, that they really need to be in-house. So I think a standards open stack uh, direction uh, is really the way that, uh, that we're going to go, and I think uh, more and more we're going to see are going to be going in that same direction. Do you think sometimes there could be a clash between suitability standard that is being looked at from pure technology standpoint, but if you look at the business case or business drivers, there would be another set of standards or another architecture you might have chosen, which seems to be creating more value? Well, um, it's a good question. Um, I think it's the classic, um, you know, can I deliver something quicker and less costlier uh, with a point solution uh, versus thinking of it more as an enterprise uh, capability. And I think over time we've found out, especially in our profession, that uh, unique solutions are very troublesome. Uh, I think at the end of the day, simpl simplification and standardization is fundamental in our business. Uh, it's a complex business in and of itself. Uh, and to the extent that uh, I'm able to drive standard solutions, um, I really do keep the environment a whole lot simpler. And at the end of the day, that drives costs down and enables us to go faster. Um, so that's really what we're looking at doing. We're really looking at um, ultimately building on industry standard uh, architectures. Um, and more and more, you're seeing the cloud providers are moving in that direction anyways. So if you were to look at one common cloud foundation as the Nirvana or the final frontier, mm -hmm. how would you actually get to see that holy grail when you're just starting out or when you're trying to look at suitability of one infrastructure element versus one application in the beginning or piecemeal? Unless otherwise you had the overall blueprint first created, how yeah. could you ever reach that one cloud common foundation? 
Well, that's why you don't do it uh, all or nothing. <laughs> so uh, that's another reason why we're doing it in pieces. Uh, we're, we're crawling before we're walking and walking before we're running uh, because that holy grail isn't out there today. Um, again, there are indicators um, that are telling us uh, and giving us insights as to in what direction we should go. And again, I keep coming back to uh, an open stack architecture. Um, um, and, you know, you put your bets on, uh, in places that you think provide you the highest probability of success, and that's sort of where we're, we're leaning uh, at this point. But again, we're going to do it in pieces. We're, we're going to do this uh, in small, bite-sized chunks. Um, again, and we're going to